Hey, really quick, if there's one thing I can guarantee you is that you are in some way, shape, or form working on improving your health and wellness. What if I told you that for whatever you're working on, I've got something that's just right for you? The best part is, is that it's all organic and extremely bioavailable. Let me help you reach your health goals. Feel the power of Steven Superfoods with sweet discounts and a 30-day money-back guarantee if you aren't satisfied, but I promise you that won't be the case. Ascend your health. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ascension Show. So glad to have you here. I'm really excited about this one. I think this was a long time coming, having my friend Charlie on the show. Charlie, why don't you give everyone a quick introduction about yourself? Yeah, what's going on, everyone? Steven, thank you so much for having me on. Um, I'm really excited for this. I've I've listened to quite a few of your podcasts. I think I told you this, actually, um, for my Spotify wrapped. This was... Uh, in my top five so to no you didn't tell here. me i'm i'm honored bro yeah yeah bro so to hop on here and uh chop it up with yourself uh i'm really looking forward to it um but yeah just a quick little rundown about me um yeah i guess you could classify me as an inspiring entrepreneur um real quick about me um the last within the last three months i i was actually laid off from my corporate job and now i'm transitioning into becoming a full-time entrepreneur, um, you know, if I can call myself that yet, we don't know, <laughs> but um, yeah, man, I'm just really excited about this next journey that I am headed towards in my life. Uh, right now, my main focuses are pumping out content and uh, working with some clients, trying to get them into the best shape of their lives. Um, but yeah, brother, excited to be here. Yeah, man, dude, Charlie is doing everything, guys. Um so me and Charlie met through uh, Spencer's program, and then you joined Tribe, and now you're in like the digital nomad accelerator. And um, I just think, like, yeah, bro, like you're doing like good good stuff. Um, I think last night on the call we got a little bit vulnerable, and in, in, like it was, I thought it was great that you shared stuff. But honestly, bro, like you're, I think you're on the right path, and I think you're very well aware of like journeys as a whole because. Um, because like you had such an awesome transformation, like with your body, man, like where you started and then where you ended up, man, like is, is really awesome. Like, I can't say the same for myself. Um, because like for me, it was just, I'm fit, but I'm skinny, but for you, like, you know, how, how much weight did you lose? Yeah. So I, I was at my heaviest. I was, I was like 271, 270. Okay. Um, and then at my lightest, I got down to 215. So it was about hell yeah, 55 pounds, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's awesome, man. And then, so now so what, what do you weigh now with all that muscle on you? Yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I've decided to not bulk up. So a lot of people get so obsessed with, oh, I'm going to go all in on cutting. I'm going to go all in on bulking and they keep on switching on, on and off. But something that I kind of decided recently, um, well, first off, I had to cut because I was very overweight and, you know, obviously I'm grateful to be where I'm at now. But what I decided recently is I had the most energy and I felt the best between 225 and 230. So I'm, I'm working my way back up there right now. I'm at like 220. Um, so I want to get back in that range because that's where I felt the absolute best. Yeah, it's it's really awesome when you start to like you start to lift weights and you're like starting to like really compound and put on some muscle. Then you become really aware like how your body is. Like I'm becoming aware of mine too. It's like it's like yeah, I'm I'm getting big, but like in other areas, like I don't want to be as big. And also, you know, I train jujitsu in the MMA, um, and. I know. So you've dabbled your feet into MMA. So like, you know, like once you get to a certain weight, you're too heavy for your body type. So you're going to slow yourself down. You're going to tire yourself out. And so like with my goals, I want to make sure that I'm like maintaining this, this perfect balance. So it's like, and my metabolism so fast. So I have to be very aware of like where my body's at. Um, but honestly, like 
I think lifting weights is one of the best things that you can do for your health. It's one of the best things that you can do to start taking um, charge of your health because you're just going to be in there and you're going to be living a fit lifestyle. It's great for a custom being accustomed to the modern world because we're not like so primal, like climbing trees and whatnot and going into Spartan wars and stuff. So I think like if you're really looking to take the next step into your like health and fitness journey, there's no better place than the gym. And I think both of us can attest to that. Oh, hundred percent. As you know, as Spencer says, you know, the gym yep. is your dojo, right? The gym so is the dojo. It's like before I started working with Spencer, you know, I would be inconsistent with the gym. I would have like ups and downs and it, I would just like, it wouldn't be a priority for me. But now I've seen like the gym is the priority. Like you don't have to like go to the gym and like lift weights, like heavy weights all the time. You can go there and work on your movement. You can do an active recovery day. You can do cardio. You, if you have a sauna, you can do sauna. You can do swimming pool. If you have the swimming, like, like the gym is just where you go to like, like step away from what you're doing and really work on yourself in a different way and you just one with yourself and your body. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just, just the act of just showing up, um, you know, I think a lot of yes. people underestimate the, the power of just showing up for yourself every day. And I've talked about this a lot recently. Um, I'm not perfect at it, but you know, something that I'm trying to do and implement into my life, whether that, be just showing up at the gym, having a great workout or taking a cold shower this morning, like I just did. Right. Like it's just being an absolute man or woman of your word, because, you know, this is just something that I've recently learned and I've had a bunch of conversations with guys in these groups I'm in Spencer, so on and so on. Like, you know, sticking to your word is a huge form of self love. It's showing yourself that you love yourself. And when you stray away from that, um, you know, it becomes really tough to look at yourself in the mirror every day. And I'm not even talking about the big goals, man. I I'm just talking about these little small ones. Mm, that's where it counts. These little, yes, these little small goals. That's what builds up your confidence. That's what builds up the mojo. Um, you know, and if you're not able to do those little small goals, that should be like clockwork. Dude, that's going to affect everything. And yeah. just to wrap this up real quick, like if you're not able to love yourself, aka if you're not able to complete these goals, then it's going to make it a lot harder for you to give love to other people and then vice versa. It's going to be a lot uh, more difficult for others to love you. Yes, I, I agree 100%. And it's something I'm working on still. It's like I have these little things that like, oh, I'm going to do this today. Like I'm writing this down in my like to-do list for my journal. And I don't do it. And I'm like, how many days am I going to go down writing this in my journal and not do it? And so like I, it's a really like great way to reflect on yourself because if you're not keeping your word to yourself, you're breaking trust with yourself. You tell yourself you're gonna do something and then you break that trust. So if you can't if you can't keep your own word to yourself, how are you gonna keep your word to other people? And it's something that I'm still struggling with. Um, so I think the first thing is just being like aware of it and be like, I can't keep writing this down in my journal and not do it. So yeah, you know, it's it's kind of unfortunate, but you know, I think this has to happen for a lot of people. Like something really bad, something really shitty has got to happen to some people before they can then take action. And, you know, obviously, you know, that's not ideal, but kind of like Daniel was talking about last night and kind of like just going through my own experiences, like the shit that I went through, if I didn't go through that, I, God, I don't know where I would still be today. I'd still probably be in an environment that isn't suited to where I want to go my goals would probably be all over the place. And mm. I definitely would not be having this conversation with you because I would not have taken the action to put myself in these virtual environments to, you know, form or to try to become the man that I want to be. Yeah, I dude, I agree with you 100%. 
something big will happen before you have this monumental change. So like if it's not sticking to your word, if it's like you want to be better, but you're being complacent, it's all these things. Like for me, something big that happened for me, excuse me, to change was tearing my ACL. Like I'm so into the jujitsu. I even have this like little knee thing going on and I'm not taking care of it. Then I like completely tear my ACL in a super fight. And like, I'm, I'm like, I, I can't train for, for months now. What am I, I'm not gonna be able to walk. What do I do? And so like, I just had this monumental change where it's like, I had all this time on my hands. I had to like refocus down on my body. I like got a clean slate to like heal my knee for real. And so like people can see this big thing happening as something bad. Like I, I was on a bunch of like online forums, like talking about ACLs and all these people are like, oh, this is so terrible. Uh, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. Some girl was like, I can't even have sex with my boyfriend. And I'm like, I'm like, like, it's all about how like you're going to perceive this. If you're going to see this thing as this monumental thing as something bad, like you're going to let that destroy you and consume you and let it be a part of your personality and something hold you back. Or you can have this monumental thing. Maybe yours was getting released from your corporate job. And like you can let that like destroy you. Oh, no, like I got fired. Oh, no, I have this ACL surgery. I can't fucking walk. So what? Like, you know, start taking action and think about this, how that can be a pathway to become the person that you want to become like you have these certain experiences because it's supposed to help you get to where you want to be and a lot of people don't see it that way because it's not in the way they expected it to be yeah no 100 percent. and you know don't get it twisted like i low-key did let it affect me i would say for the first month like and dude the, the fucked up part is like i was like always kind of had these dreams of this situation uh, that it would occur. Like I've literally had those dreams of like my, my boss calling me into the office and being like, Hey, uh, sit down, you know, we're going to, we're going to have to let you go. And then when it happened, even though I thought I was prepared for it, um, you know, I really wasn't. And, mm. you know, I was, I was kind of surprised because um, I think even though I, I did not like the job and whatnot, I think I'm just kind of realizing this now that I almost had an emotional attachment to the job. And that's not because I enjoyed it. That's not because, you know, the people, I mean, the people I worked with were fine, but regardless, the reason why I had that emotional attachment, and I'm just figuring this out now is, is because I, this nine to five job, this is what started my fitness journey. Mm. This is the first thing that I got that gave me a real routine and dude, everyone dogs on a nine to five and trust me, you know, I, I've, I've been there. I've done that. But the one thing I will give a nine to five credit for is it so badly gave me the routine that I needed and the structure. Cause I was lacking that structure so much. And I'll tell you what, the day I got the job was the first day I started to take care of my body. So, you know, with all that being said, I don't love a nine to five job and I'm definitely steering in a new direction, but I will tap or tip my cap to the nine to five job because that's really what got the ball rolling. And now that I think about it, I think that's maybe why for the first month, at least that I struggled to move on and really figure out, okay, what's next. Mm, dude, that is so powerful, man. Um, and if I'm going to build off of that idea, um, I think we could both agree that college is a scam and, um, but so I'm in college, right? And one thing about college that I'll always, always, always give credit to is the structure and the routine that the classes give your life. You build your life around these classes. I'm in class this time. So I go to the gym at this time and I go train at this time and I have time to do social life then. Like the routine that you get from the college and nine to five is something that is just built for you. And so let's think about the path here. You are in school with the structure, then you go to college with the structure, and then you go get a nine to five job with the structure and it's all built for you. And so then when you're, you know, you maybe you drop out of college or maybe you don't go nine to five after college or maybe you kind of quit nine to five or you or let go. Then you have no structure that's built for you. So you're like, what do I do? And for me, 
that is a dream scenario to have my own structure in place. But at the same time, I have never been in a point in my life at, you know, I'm 20 years saying this, where I have had my own way of doing structure besides vacations from school. And I think, you know, a lot of people can get lost in it because I think you can agree with me on this part too. It's like you'll come across people who don't didn't go the college route, but they're just void of purpose and they're void of like of big things. Like they're kind of more or less aimlessly going through doing stuff. Like they have this job they don't really like and at entry level and they don't know what they're doing and they can't really find like things to do for themselves because they lack that structure. So yeah, I think it's really important to have that structure. That's that's kind of where I was going with your point about the nine to five. It's like the structure, man, is important. And you can either let someone do it for you or do it yourself or not have it at all. And the third option is not a good option at all. Yeah. And, you know, I, I know that, you know, situation, I know that headspace all too well. I mean, I was kind of what you were just saying. You could categorize me into that um situation like until i was so i'm 25 now until i was 24 i you know i had no direction i was kind of just floating doing the college thing because you know i thought that's that's all i knew like i yeah. didn't know and it's crazy it took me until i was 24 to realize like there's so much more possibilities out there like i was so trapped in that bubble that you know i was kind of put in like you know I, you know, and don't get it twisted. I'm still, I still go on my phone quite a bit, but I was just always on my phone, glued, glued to social media. I only cared about, you know, getting drunk with, with the guys, you know, I was, you know, I mean, looking back at it, it's, it's a little cringe, but bro, I was, dude, I was vaping, um, you know, doing all I've been this there before. <laughs> uh, degenerate stuff. Um, but yeah, dude, it's like, I don't, I don't really recognize um, that version of myself. And, you know, it took me a little bit later than some other people, but, you know, I'm very blessed. And I think more importantly, I'm very self-aware of where I'm at right now. But uh, yeah, so I can definitely relate to how a bunch of people kind of get put in and oftentimes get stuck. Mm. Uh, and I, I'm lucky that I've kind of, been able to at least take that step back to realize that that situation isn't for me. Um, you know, I spent I spent about 14 months um, working the corporate job and dude, I already knew after like three months at that place that yeah, something, something's got to change. Um, and bro, to be honest, the original plan for me was to work until March quit my job then and then figure something else um, out then but you know for better for worse i'm gonna say for better um you know uh different cards were thrown in my direction and now uh now it's time to uh go get it go get it for so yeah <clears throat> dude number one number one dude you're killing it bro you're killing it we i mean we're in the same groups. You're killing it, bro. Number two, um, number two, what I would say is like, at least for me, like, I think in some ways, like my position is a little bit more advantageous because like I'm 20, I think I'm just aware of stuff, but like, but like, bro, you're, like, you're I think we're still like, like 1% in terms of like awareness and stuff like that. Like everyone has this like own path they're on and this own like stuff and this own journey that makes everyone unique. And like, in no ways am I trying to come from like a higher place. I'm just saying like, from my perspective, like, like, um, like, yeah, bro, you're killing it. Uh, it's gonna, it's gonna be cool. Like stuff happens for a reason, man. Like I, I, I have such a hard time too. It's like, I'm like, bro, like I'm in school, I'm in college and I'm spending all this time and energy focusing on these classes. And then I'm in these, I'm in these networking groups and like, like bro is 19 and he's got his own business and he's like what he claims to be like doing super well. And so I'm, I'm in the same, in the same boat sometimes i'm like like yo like what am i doing what am i doing with my time and energy but like 
that just comes like for me it's been like a wrestle with like i want to say ego and like it might be like woo woo for some people but like it's just like this idea that you have on how stuff should work out but like something i've come to terms with very recently was being okay with where you are and being okay with the fact that what you want comes at a different time and a different pace and a more unexpected way than you expect it to be um And that's come from me learning the hard way. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my, that's my, that's what comes to mind when I think that, but bro, like, thank you. Number one, thank you for being vulnerable on the Ascension show and explaining about like who you are. Cause dude, it is not all rainbows and sunshine. We talked about that yesterday. And number two, man, if you would, wouldn't mind, bro, you told us about where you started Bro, tell us about this journey, man. What what at what point did you realize, oh shit, I have to get better? And then tell us about what did you do to get better? Because I'm looking at pretty much pretty much the like, you know, you're telling me about old Charlie. I'm looking at new, brand new, awesome, top of the mountain Charlie. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, so it kind of started so real quick, I trek back here. Um, so I graduated uh, college in 2021. And then in August, I decided to stay in the city of where I went to college. Uh, I moved in with, <laughs> it's crazy saying this back now, but I moved in with seven other roommates. So essentially it was like a fifth year of college. And that's kind of was the, what led me into my depression, um, looking back at things. But you know, to fast track to then what let me back. So then I moved back home because I was struggling to get a job and, you know, I was, I was just drinking too much and I was, you know, all this stuff. Um, so I, then I get back home. I decided, I looked at myself in the mirror. I'm like, Ooh, I don't look so great. So then I got a scale and the scale confirmed that it said like 270, 271, something like that. And dude, honestly, I didn't do anything with that. So I saw 270 in like mid to late June. And then, like I said, I'm going to give a shout back to the nine to five. So then in April or excuse me, in, in, uh, in August, when I ended up accepting a position, then I started to take action, but I always kind of had that number 270 in the back of my head. And I knew from there that, I, you know, I didn't take action on it right away, but I knew from there something had to happen. And, you know, um, although it did take, you know, my schedule and my routine to be a bit more polished to make that happen, it still happened. And, yeah, you could just, like, dude, the old pictures of me, like. <laughs> I saw some. I had, I had no life in my eyes, just so lost um you know absolutely zero purpose um but yeah it's really just stepping on that scale that one day um because you know, in caught like i literally gained like i don't know 40 to 50 pounds in the last my senior year and then that fifth year that unofficial fifth year i had um and also something that i kind of learned was especially in the early months of my nine to five was, you know, I think because that I was a little bit overweight, I, I felt like I wasn't given maybe the respect that someone who was more in shape would have been given. And once I really understood that and realized that I think, you know, for good or for bad, I think that was definitely a huge factor of, of something that motivated me to, to get better. So now that you're in peak physical condition, how do people treat you? It dude, it's, it's so fucked up and it's unfortunate, <laughs> but, um, like for the most part, you know, uh, people treat me really well. Um, but also with that being said, I do think like, like Daniel was saying last night, I'm so much more aware of all the value that I can provide people. And I think the energy now that I transmute to others is so much stronger than when it was back then. I think that's, you know, besides the weight, 
something that I've realized is the energy that I have within myself, the confidence that I've built. I think that's even more important, maybe possibly more important than the weight loss itself, because the way I look at it is the old overweight version of me had no vision, had no purpose. Um, you know, really, dare I say it, was an NPC. <laughs> um, and now <laughs> this, uh, this new version of myself, um, he has purpose. He has a vision. Um, and I think the difference now is people can really tell that I, I have a lot of value to offer and I'm just excited to, to talk to people. Um, so yeah, I think the biggest difference was, is just the energy shift for me. Mm, it really is all the energy, man. Um, it's like, I had this conversation with this lady and I guess, I guess she doesn't have a lot of hope in people our age because by the time I was done with her, um, she like was like, you know, you're just really different. There's something about you. There's something about you with your smile and something about you with your eyes. Like keep doing what you're doing. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like that was really kind. And it's like all about what you like give to people. And it's like, if you're just this place where someone can like talk to and be like, have some genuine conversation that's more than, Oh, you know, it's cold outside today. Like, you know, fuck that. You know, people, people want to be cared about. People want, to have these, like, I would say most people want to have these, like, conversations in this deeper level experience with other people. Like, we're so void of that. And if you give that to someone, it will, like, change somebody. You, like, you have that power in your hands. Everybody does. So, yeah, man, it, it really is about the energy, bro. And then, you know, when you learn a lot of stuff, like, I'll, I'm sure, like, you know, you've learned a lot about, you know, perspectives and outlooks and how you can better yourself and what that means for life and other people and yourself. You want to share that with other people. And so, I, you know, you're in the content game. You're talking about this coaching business, bro. Like, so now, like, you helped yourself and now you're helping other people, bro. Like, that's, dude, it's awesome, man. It's really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, I definitely will say this. I think like, yeah, I started working out back in August, September, but I didn't really see the shift until I started to invest in myself. And Hold you, on. Know, you started I, working out in August, September of 23 or 22 of 22. Okay. Of, uh, um, yeah. 2022. Um, and then I didn't invest into a coach until I think February of 2023 and you know that literally cut my time in half um to success um but more specifically i'll say this is i really started tapping into my energy and was able to give that really good energy to other people when you know i started meditating and i look i'll I'm be so honest, glad you brought was, i'm so glad you brought that up <laughs> I, I've always, or I always was that one of those kind of people who I got, I kind of thought meditation was a bit woo woo, but dude, it totally flipped the script in my head of my perceptions of what meditation has done for me. Um, yeah, dude, I, I kind of started out with doing guided meditations. Um, but now, you know, that I've been doing it for a long time now, I've, I've transitioned to either just nothing at all, or I'll just throw on some kind of a, like a static mm. soundtrack, you know, just low, you know, nothing crazy to kind of just get me in that mood. But uh, yeah, dude, meditation has definitely changed the game for myself. Bro, me too. I was meditating on a daily basis before I had my knee surgery a year ago. And when I had the surgery, you know, you can't sit crisscross applesauce and you're like, oh, dude, I'm not going to meditate in bed or anything like that. So I, just, I didn't do it for a long time. And then like pretty recently I got back on like the habit of doing it. But like when you meditate, man, like the first couple of minutes, you're just sitting there and you have all these crazy thoughts. You're like, bam, 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 bam. Like you're bombarded by all these thoughts and you're like, God, like this is how I am during the day. Like you're just constantly on this like, bah, 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 bah. even when you are meditating, like in a habit of meditating, like, you know, you're aware of those thoughts and you, maybe you have a little bit like more a calmer stream of thoughts, but like 
like, dude, meditating is so important to be able to like recognize all these crazy thoughts and thought patterns and negative thought patterns and be aware of all the like, you know, negative conditioning that you have within you. And it just helps you like uproot it and be aware. And like, uh, it's, it's so important for people. I think everyone should try it. Yeah, hundred percent. And for me, I mean, the biggest takeaway that I kind of got from meditation and I still do get from meditation is it took my mindset from this like limited scarce scarcity mindset to having a more of a, a an abundance mindset mm. um, because, you know, I think I kind of grew up in an environment where, you know, my parents would always say, oh, save, 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 um, you know invest but something that i've kind of learned recently um from putting myself in these rooms you know going to these places is you know you got to spend money to make money and i know that's not comfortable for a lot of people um and that's something i'm still trying to work on today but yeah having a really good relationship with money um is so important because if you really think about it, money is just an energy transfer. It's another form of energy. Um, so if you're able to have a lot of positivity, if you're able to just structure and rewire your mind to have a really good positive relationship with money, it's, you know, like, like uh, this is going to sound so foo foo, but dude, the universe has weird ways of working things out. Nothing is foo foo on the Ascension show. <laughs> um dude i agree with you on the money thing um i would say like i don't necessarily in my experience i haven't had like a, a sh mindset shift on money um but one thing that i do see with it is like money currency you think of a current with a river if you're trying to save your money and hold on to it with all you can like i'm gonna save my money and you're trying to save your money like you're like restricting the flow of the current like the current is still gonna flow like you're not a beaver bro and <laughs> like like money if money is a currency it's always in the state of flow and you have to tap into this flow like if you're going to buy like a course or buy entry to a networking group, or you're going to buy something to like advance your health, like don't have a bad attitude about it. That's an investment in yourself. And that money is going to tenfold and it doesn't have to be in terms of money. Like, no, like it just some, it blows some people's minds that I'm like spending money on like networking groups or a red light panel or like buying a bunch of organic food. But like, it's like, so what? Like, I'm bettering my health. I'm investing in my network and over time that's going to help. Like, you know, it's just all long-term stuff. Like, you know, with the organic food, a lot of people have these preconceived notions that it's so so expensive. Oh, I can't do that. I was like, well, do you have a Netflix subscription? Are you going out? Are you buying vapes? Are you buying McDonald's and Chipotle? Like, like let's, let's take a minute to think about like where we're spending our money because, because like, you know, I have absolutely zero regrets in buying organic food and buying a red light panel and buying awesome supplements because I know the investment that I'm going to get put in is going to be tremendous rewards. And that money always comes back to me. It uh, literally like I'm not I'm not rolling in dough. But what I'm saying is like once I had this mindset change. Like it just still it still comes back. Like I'm not I'm fine. I'm doing fine. Like I can go out and like and buy buy red light panel because it it comes back. It comes back. It's come back every time. I'm I'm still here. I'm not in the streets. I'm good. Dude, and it it, it always does. Like it it really always does. Um, you know, obviously that example of of Spencer where he's out to dinner. Oh, last yeah, and he. It was like a $45 bill. He decided out of the goodness of his heart to tip the waitress $50. Then his mom's like, oh, what are you doing? And then uh, he comes back home and then his stepdad gives him like $50 for as like a gift or something. Um, so it, it definitely always comes back. Um, but I kind of want to touch upon what you were just saying with other people's reactions. Like, you know, when, you know, like people, when I tell them, oh, like I... I've spent X amount of money on myself in these groups. People, people look at me like I'm crazy. People look at me like that there's something wrong with me. It, and it's just because, you know, that's just not inside their bubble. And 
another point is something that I'm increasingly becoming more comfortable with is, you know, kind of separating myself from some people. And, you know, it's, it's, mm. it's unfortunate because I've, I've built some pretty strong relationships with others in the past, but I'm kind of realizing that, you know, a lot of people don't understand and really accept certain boundaries that I've, that I've put. And, you know, it's oftentimes people that we've grown up with. It's, it's really, um, close friends of ours. And, you know, um, I, I definitely realized just how valuable these online groups are, because as I've started to kind of go in this direction, you know, and not even just like on a success point, just like, like Daniel was talking about, I'm, I'm started to put the work in, or I have been putting the work in of getting to that destination or goal. Right. And a lot of people aren't putting the work in. Uh, I don't know if you've ever read the book, uh, the slight edge, but it's just mm -hmm. like building those little wins kind of stacking them. And then that's how your momentum will be built up. But as I've started to do that, I've, I've definitely realized that, you know, it, it's, it's gotten a bit lonelier, right? Like, the more, the more selfish that you are to yourself, oftentimes you're going to lose a lot of people in the process, but you have to take a look um, at it and be really comfortable with that and be okay with that. Because at the end of the day, um, you're all you have. And that's why, again, I just really want to harp on the importance of finding like-minded people because it's been such a blessing because if I never join tribe if i never even the maxi discord because that's where i've met like everyone so I, all this stem from maxi <laughs> shout out arlen yeah uh, shout out but uh if i never looked to these external places of communities right of like-minded people um you know this i i, I would say it, my journey to success would be damn near impossible um, even going back to the fitness, like there are days that, you know, I just did not want to go to the gym or I did not want to do X, Y, and Z. And if it wasn't for these people who were in my corner, even though in the grand scheme of things, you know, I really didn't know them. But now after all these months, I like, dude, I can generally call like you, I can generally call all these guys, like my really good friends. And Dude, it's just, it's such a blessing to have constant positive support, positive energy. And I'm not saying that, you know, um, old people in my life, you know, um, you know, weren't giving that energy, but it's not I the think, same. I think it's a different, yes. It's, it's very different energy. And, you know, I could explain to people from my past what I'm trying to do. Um, but I think they could just be really hard for them to understand because, you know, maybe they will, but it just doesn't seem like a journey that they would ever, or maybe not in the near future, um, go on. So yeah, long story short. Um, yeah, as I start to, or as I have been putting more time and energy into improving myself, I definitely have noticed, um, myself, whether I mean it or not, um, distance myself from, um, some of those other people and it's definitely hasn't been easy, but the fact that I have the self-awareness, um, and I accept that, you know, it's life, it will happen. Um, the easier that it will get. Yeah. I, everything you said, bro, I wholeheartedly agree with. Um, so let's see, what was the first thing you talked about? Okay. The people looking at you crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I get a lot of that too. Um, and then in terms of like the the networking dude, like you just have an untapped availability to your network on the internet versus in person, especially if you live somewhere, like you're in the greater Chicago area, right? Yeah. A lot of people. I'm in the greater Wilmington area of North Carolina on the coast, like awesome town, but way less people. So it's been hard. A challenge. It's challenging everywhere, but it's just been a challenge to like find your tribe and stuff. 
So when you connect with these online groups, immediately you're connected with people who are thinking on the same wavelength as you. And it's so easy to just vibe with them because they want the same thing as you. They're on the same, more or less the same path as you. And um, they know how it feels. And they're like, oh, okay. So like, I want to be better too, but I can't really find anyone in person, like maybe one or two people. But then you get in this online groups and there's like hundreds of them. And you're like, oh, thank God. Um, and then when you meet these people in person, it's like you've been friends for years anyways. It's like just, oh, what's up, bro? It's like, like nothing. Um, like I had this over uh, over the holiday. I went and visited a friend, met him for the first time. Um, you know, we did lots of jamming together, lots of collabing. And it, it like didn't even feel like it was the first time I met him. It was like normal. I was like, what's up, bro? Like, so cool. Oh, wait, maybe, you, you know, Dylan from um, uh, Spencer's group, he got on the call once. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Him, right, yeah. Yeah, he's he's from the Asheville area. So I, like, drove over to see him before the new year. And I was like, we hadn't even, like, like we hadn't met before, but it was just, like, normal. And, like, that's how it is. Like, these people care about you um, because they know how it feels. And it's like, when you choose, when you're ready to choose, like, that you want to improve in your circumstances and you want to, like, live this life of abundance, like, it's a lonely path because, like, everyone else is just accustomed to their comfortable, sedentary lives that are the same like there's so much comfort and like living the same life seeing the same people going to the same places having the same experiences because it's you are expecting that it's going to keep happening you know what's going to happen it's safe but like you choose this new life so you choose this new life for yourself you need to think new thoughts you need to be a different person you need to do different things you need to you know have a different job you need to like consume different things so and that also means you need to like be in new places you need to be with new people you need to have different friends you need to like change your outlook on on society as a whole like i for me it's like the same thing I have, I'm this year, I'm being very harsh about who I'm spending my time with, how I'm spending my time. Am I going to be spending the time with, you know, friends over here and getting drunk? Or am I going to be spending time over here, even if it's by myself and doing shit like this? It's so important that you are extremely harsh with your time if you want to better yourself. Because if you're spending time with people who don't align with your goals, energetically, you are going to deviate yourself from where you want to be so it's important man and it's tough because you have a lot of love for these people you had a lot of good times together but you know it you are in no way wrong for distancing yourself from these people because one you gave them a chance and you said you tried to lead by example and say this is what i'm doing but they decided to stay where they are because of all the reasons i explained before so you're saying okay fine I have to do my own thing. I have to get better. And I can't get better if you're not getting better with me. And so I expect the same thing from my friends. I expect my friends to grow with me. I expect my friends to improve and seek improvement and to do new shit and to try hard things and to go to the gym and to eat healthy and to think abundant thoughts and not want to get drunk all the time and not want to play video games and not think about having sex with girls all the time. It's about the expectations that you have for the other people around you. And that sounds harsh. It sounds like, you know, like you don't want to be friends with these people, but it's like, I love you guys, but you guys want to be doing this over here. And I want this, you know, I, ex I expect my friends to, to grow. And if you don't want to do that, like, that's fine. If you're happy being average, good for you. I made a reel about this and it was pretty harsh. If you're fine being average and you're happy, good. Good for you. You do that. But if you want to be better and you're not where you are and, you know, you need to start taking action and you need to start surrounding yourself with people who want to be better and no better way to do that than online. Dude, it's, it's all about, like I was saying before, like you were saying, bro, the boundaries you set for yourself are so important because kind of like sticking to your word, setting boundaries is another way of showing yourself love because you know you're disrespecting yourself right if you're not setting boundaries because only you know what needs to be done to become the person that you need to be and through those boundaries that you will set for yourself that's what's going to get you there right um and kind of just like going off of what you're saying with 
the online space and just like experiencing new environments. Right. I like, for example, last month, um, I spontaneously decided to go on a trip, um, with these guys from tribe. And I'd actually, I'd only talked to one of them before I, I went on the trip. Shout out Ali. Um, he's also in Spencer's, uh, program as well. Um, he was the only guy I had a conversation with and it was only a group. It was just like a, a, a brief little conversation on one of our group calls. Um, so going into it and also, by the way, when I, you know, said, let's do it, I had no idea about what the itinerary was going to be. So I literally was walking into this place, had no idea where I was going to stay, no idea about these other people that were going to be there. I kind of just said, screw it. Let's roll with the punches. And bro, I walked away from that and I walked away with, what is it? Like 11 or 10 or 12 new brothers. Like, and I had never had a conversation with any of these guys. And it, it, it's really just crazy when you align yourself with the right people, uh, the relationships will get built and like, dude, the energy, like I, I show you not, I was vibrating that whole experience. Super high. Not, not, not because of where we were, not because of what we were doing, but because of the people that I was surrounding myself with. Like it was, dude, I literally could not explain it. I just, and you feel more tapped into your purpose and your mission and stuff. Yes. Because like, first of all, I was seeing other people winning in what they're doing uh, down there. And then also I could genuinely feel that everyone there wanted everyone else to win. And everyone actually gave a shit about what we were all doing. And Overall, it was just that it was just authenticity in its rawest form. And it was like really the first time that was the first time or one of the first times that I've I've linked up with people I've met from the Internet. And, bro, it was it was just such a different, cool experience um, and one that I'm, I'll be forever grateful for. Yeah, bro, I saw it. It looks like so much fun. Yeah, it was it was great. It was it was it was amazing for sure. Yeah, dude. I um yeah, I'm looking forward to more of those um for myself and for everyone else. But dude, I feel like we could go on for another, you know, three hours talking about all this stuff. Um flowing, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, it's it's went by super fast. Um so I want us to cover well more you to cover two more things before we close. So um Number one, um, and we'll do this in two separate uh, answerings. No, so number one, let's pretend, Charlie, that the whole world is listening to you right now and you have one message to share with everybody. What are you going to tell everybody? Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it simple. I'll say learn how to say no. Um, that's something, you know, it's kind of similar to setting boundaries, but this is more so specific and indirect because – what I've learned about myself throughout this journey is I'm kind of a bit of a yes man. And I always tend to look at the good in people and I've, dude, I've been screwed over more than one times. And something that I realize is when I keep on continually saying yes to everything and dude, that can be just anything from like a new opportunity um, you know, to like a certain message, whatever the case may be. Um, I find myself always just wanting to see the best in people. And unfortunately, that's just not the way the world works, right? Like people are going to try to scam you. Um, you know, I've been scammed a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so just learn how to say no more. Um, because I think a lot of people are afraid to say no, because they're afraid that it might cause them to look in a negative light. But actually, if you take a step back and look at it, saying no and not saying yes to every situation is going to have people give you more respect because they now know that your time is super valuable and yet you can't just say yes to every opportunity. But also, you have to say no to 
open up space and to create the time to work on yourself. So that would be my message. Learn to say no and don't feel bad about it. Beautiful, man. I'm a bit of a yes man too. <laughs> it's and something that I'm working on too is like being more um, strict about the things that I'm doing and the things that I open myself up for. So yeah, that's good, man. I love I love hearing everyone's message because it's so unique and it's super applicable to everyone's life. And that one's a super good one, man. And so second question. Um, so you're talk talking to us about your coaching gig now. So Charlie, you worked on yourself and now you're helping other people plug up your coaching thing, man. Yeah. So right now we're at the very beginning. Um, yeah, I've been working on, um, some lead magnets, been trying to really just create my story, um, and put it out there in form of content. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram, charlie.hexmer. H-E-X-A-M. I'll put it in there. Okay, sweet. Follow me there. Um, I, I'm making a reel every day. I'm on day like 55, I think. So oh, fuck I, yeah, I'm dude. doing that right now. Um, you know, I try to get a bit more vulnerable on there um, because I think it's only fair to show the real side of me. I know Wes Watson says something along those lines. Like it's selfish. Wes Watson to... is awesome. And I always go back to him. Like I always like... I love referring to Wes Watson, but uh, yeah, it's essentially he says it's 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 a shame, it's it, it's rude of you to not uh, share, show off everything that you've kind of built, you've done. But uh, yeah, I'm always looking to take more people on, um, and it's super fulfilling because I know I've been there, and if I'm able to give someone that spark of confidence, that will lead to their their journey, then that, that means the world to me. Awesome, bro. Charlie, you're doing great. You're so awesome. I'm glad that we could finally do this. Um, and I think a lot of people are going to get some value out of it. We're going to plug it in our groups and um, hopefully people listen to it and get lots of value because I sure did, man. This is going to be one of those podcast episodes that I'm going to revisit in the future. Charlie, thank you so much, bro. It was awesome having you on. This is going to be the first of many podcasts that we do. Listeners, if you got this far, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. And you follow Charlie on Instagram because he is going to be all, like huge on Instagram. So yeah, everyone, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much to everyone. And we'll see you guys next time on The Ascension Show. Peace.